Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. We're so glad you joined us here for the conversation as we go verse by verse through the book of Jeremiah. Our series, The Hard Truth, is looking at this Old Testament prophet's messages of sorrow, judgment, and hope. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's episode of Everyday Truth as we continue our study of the book of Jeremiah, basically been covering a chapter and episode, and I kind of like it. I kind of like uh, seeing the, the the entire chapter unfold. It's been helpful because last couple of chapters really tell one story, and so it is today. In Jeremiah chapter number 36, we're going to read an amazing account in the life of Jeremiah. And the Bible actually gives us the exact time when this takes place. So look at Jeremiah chapter 36 and verse 1, where it says, And it came to pass in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, that this word came unto Jeremiah from the Lord. So this would be about the time of the first Babylonian invasion. So Josiah has died, young age, 39. Josiah's son, first son, Jehoiaz, has reigned for just a couple months. And now Jehoiakim, who ends up reigning for 11 years, is in the fourth year of his reign. So this is right about the time when Nebuchadnezzar comes in and takes Daniel, Hanani, Mishael, and Azariah. So already the prophecies have been uttered. Habakkuk and and Jeremiah and others have been warning of the sons of Josiah, hey, turn to God, get right, but it's fallen upon deaf ears. And now the Lord comes to Jeremiah and asks him to do something remarkable. Look at verse number two. He says, take thee a roll of a book, we would call that a scroll, and write therein all the words that I have spoken unto thee against Israel and against Judah and against all the nations from the day I spake unto thee, from the days of Josiah, even unto this day. That's a remarkable command. So Jeremiah, everything I've already told you up until this point in your ministry, I want you to write them all down. I'm going to give you all these words again, write them all down in a book, Of course, much of what we have in the book of Jeremiah is because God told Jeremiah to do this exact thing. Now, watch how Jeremiah does it. Verse number three. And it may be, it may be, God says, that the house of Judah will hear all the evil which I purpose to do unto them, that they may return every man from his evil way, that I may forgive their iniquity and their sin. So what is the purpose Uh, for the collection of all these messages, for the weight of all these sermons to come down in one fell swoop. The purpose is to lead God's people to a place of repentance, that they would hear and obey and repent and change their mind. Uh, Of course, that does not happen, but that's the heart of God. The heart of God in giving the word of God is that the people of God would listen. Now, Sometimes in our stubbornness, we don't listen to the word of God and God has to allow other circumstances to shake us and get our attention. That's really what the Babylonian captivity was all about. God finding an alternate way by which they would listen. 
But God's primary way by which he wants to speak to his people is always through his word. That's why I think this podcast is so important. Why? Because we're hearing the word of God. And as we hear the word of God, we ought to be saying, Lord, speak to me. And Lord, may I be humble enough and sensible enough to change based upon what you say, not upon what you do in my life. So here God says, Jeremiah, get get all these words down. Watch how Jeremiah does it. Verse number four, then Jeremiah called Baruch, the son of Neriah, and Baruch wrote from the mouth of Jeremiah all the words of the Lord, which he had spoken unto him upon a roll of a book or upon a scroll. So what was the apparatus by which Jeremiah did what God told him to do? He dictated. So he basically preached those messages verbally, and his secretary, a man by the name of Baruch, wrote them down carefully onto the scroll. So God working through Jeremiah, and here's Baruch who is faithfully writing down the words of God. So already now we see how God uses human instrumentality. Faithful men like Baruch who are faithfully copying the word of God. This is the way I, I, could, I, I should point out by which God preserved his word for thousands of years, using faithful men to hear and to copy down the word of God. What, what a great example Baruch is. But, but that's not the end of Baruch's responsibility because the Bible says in verse number five that Jeremiah commanded Baruch saying, I am shut up. And another way to say that would be to say, I am shut out. So apparently Jeremiah was not allowed to go into the temple. Perhaps he had been excommunicated for a season because of his negative messages. But whatever the reason was, Baruch, I cannot go. So Baruch, you're going to have to go in my stead. And we've got this book now. We've, we've compiled the word of God, all these messages. But what good is, is the message of God simply on paper if nobody's reading it? What good is the word of God on paper if no one's preaching from it? And I would say the same thing about the Bible. What good is the Bible if we're not reading it? What good is the Bible if someone's not preaching it? So Baruch, take what we have written, take this work of our hands, and this is some time later. This is like a year later because it takes a while to compile all of this. And verse number six, therefore go thou, Read in the roll, which thou hast written from my mouth, the words of the Lord in the ears of the people in the Lord's house upon the fasting day. So there was coming a day when the people of God would fast due to the fear of the the incoming invasion. And so read them. Their their hearts are going to be thinking uh, about God. They're going to be thinking about Boy, we need help from God because the Babylonians are coming. And so read this in the ears of all Judah that come out of their cities. It may be they will present their supplication before the Lord and will return everyone from his evil way. For great is the anger and the fury that the Lord hath pronounced against this people. So Baruch, uh, you not only have the job of copying the word of God and recording it, But now I want you to take that word and go to the people and give them the word. Just read what's in this book. Tell them what God has said. And that's the responsibility of every preacher. 
and that is to give people, to faithfully proclaim to people what God has said. This is what they need. You can't improve upon it. This is the word of God. So what does Baruch do? Well, verse number eight, and Baruch, the son of Neriah, did. Don't you love that? He obeyed. He did according to all that Jeremiah the prophet commanded him, reading in the book of the words of the Lord in the Lord's house. Now, obviously, we don't have time to read the entire chapter, so let me begin to fill in the gaps by telling you the story. So Baruch goes to the temple. He goes to a special room, and uh, there are some of the important religious leaders, and Baruch reads the Word of God and gives them exactly what God had said through Jeremiah. And really, the response was good. Because the, 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 the religious leaders in that room, they're already afraid. Uh, they've already called a day of fasting. The people have called a day of fasting. They are seeking God. Now God's word comes, the right time, the right word, the right place. And the, these leaders think, ooh, we need this. Uh, we, we need to respond to this. So what do they do? Well, look at verse number 11. When Micaiah, the son of Gemariah, the son of Shaphan, heard of out of the book all the words of the Lord, then he went down to the king's house. So he goes down to the king's house, and the king's not there, uh, but he goes to the place where the, the rulers are, the kind of the cabinet, if you will, today, the princes. And he says, listen, listen, here's the message from Jeremiah through Baruch. And they tell the prince is the message. And the princes are wide-eyed. The princes are, wow, this is the word of God. We need to hear this. So they actually say, bring back the, bring back the actual scroll. We, we don't want to just take your word for it. We want to see the actual words of God in that scroll. And I think that's a very noble thing. Remember the Bereans were like that when the apostle Paul went there in Acts chapter 17? hey, we've heard your word, Paul, but we've checked your word against the word of God. And we see this, this is not just the word of man. This is the word of God. Well, that's what these people are doing. They are verifying that this preaching sermon from, from Baruch is actually the word of God, which indeed it is. Well, after that, the Bible says they sent this man, Jehudai, uh, to go and uh, to to go and find this out. Watch what happens in verse number fourteen. Therefore, all the princes sent Jehudai, the son of Nethaniah, the son of Shelemiah, the son of Cushai. Don't you love these names? Unto Baruch, saying, "Take in thine hand the roll." So there it is. They went to get that actual scroll so that they could see it for themselves. And the Bible says in verse fifteen that Baruch read it to them in their ear. Now. What did what happened now? Well, now they know this is the word of God. So they say to Baruch, Baruch, this is bad news. And we don't know how the king's going to take this. This could make him very angry. Uh, this could make him take it out on you and on Jeremiah. So here's what we want you to do. Baruch, go find Jeremiah. And then the two of you go find a good hiding place. And we're going to go take everything you've told us. We're going to take it to the king. Isn't it interesting how this chapter is unfolding? God spoke to Jeremiah, who dictated to Baruch, who preached to the people, who verified all of it, who now want to take it to the king. 
And so Baruch, you and Jeremiah, get to a safe place, get to a hiding place. We're going to take this to the king. So watch what happens in verse number 20. And they went into the king, into the court, but they laid up the roll in the chamber of Elishama, the scribe. So they're going in to give the message, but they put the scroll in a safe place. So the king sent Jehudai to fetch the roll because they tell the king the message. The king thinks, oh, this is important. This is negative, And there's a lot to this. So the king, just like the princes, he doesn't want to just take Jehudai's word for it. He says, I want to see the scroll. I want to see this in writing. And that's actually a good thing. So they go to the house of Elishama. They grab the scroll. They bring it back to the king. Now, here's where things get really, really crazy. Because the Bible says, then Jehudai begins to read it to the king. And every few paragraphs that he reads, the king is getting more and more angry. So he takes out a pen knife the kind of knife they would use to actually cut the scrolls themselves. And he begins to cut up the scroll that Baruch has written down. And he begins to, as he hears it, begins to throw it in the fire. I don't like that. I don't like that. He's by the fireplace because it's cold. And he's throwing the word of God in the fire, almost as if to say, I don't have to obey this. I don't like this. Therefore, I'm just going to get rid of this. What a what a way to treat the word of God. Uh, he should have been afraid, but he wasn't. The princes are saying, King, please don't do that. Don't do that. But he does. He burns up the entire word of God. And the Bible says in verse 26, the king commanded Jeramael, the son of Hamalek, and Sariah, the son of Azrael, and Shalemiah, the son of Abdeel, to take Baruch the scribe and Jeremiah the prophet. Go arrest those guys. But I like what it says in verse number 26, but the Lord hid them. Isn't that something? Back back in verse number 19, the, the princes said, hey, go hide yourselves. But I find it interesting that when they went to try to find Jeremiah and Baruch, the Bible says the Lord hid them. The Lord's better at finding hiding places than we are, aren't he? Isn't he? Well, here's the way the chapter ends. So the Bible says that while Jeremiah and Baruch are in hiding, God says to Jeremiah, okay, Jeremiah, they took my word and they burned it. It's gone. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to write it down again. You see, you can't destroy God's word. It lasts forever. And you can try to burn it. You can try to spurn it. You can try to ignore it. You can try to discard it. But God's word never fails. And so what does God do? He gives Jeremiah the words again. Jeremiah gives Baruch the words again. He writes them down again. He must have had writer's cramp. And the Bible says at the end of the chapter that Jeremiah, verse number 32, then took Jeremiah another roll or scroll and he gave it to Baruch the scribe, the son of Neriah, who wrote therein from the mouth of Jeremiah all the words which Jehoiakim, king of Judah, had burned in the fire. Watch this, the end of verse, the end of chapter 36 And there were added besides unto them many like words. So you know what God did? God said, okay, Jeremiah, we're just going to rewrite the whole thing because my word will not fail. And by the way, add this and add this and add this because I've got some more things to say now based upon uh, Jehoiakim's disobedience. So what a chapter, God's word. You can't destroy it. 
so you better follow it and obey it. I hope that helps today. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.